Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast. No, that is not the sound of our bulldog scoot crying. Those are the lovely sounds of a piper on the Royal Mile in Edinburgh. And that is where we are taking you today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. We are Shelley and Beth, a married couple living in Portugal and traveling the world. These are our stories. Bon dia, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Wondering Works for Us. I'm Shelley. And I'm Beth. And today we're going to talk about our beautiful trip to Edinburgh. (laughs) We have Scottish friends and the first thing they taught us when we started talking about this trip was it's Edinburgh. Yeah, Edinburgh. No, it's not Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Nope. Edinburgh. (laughs) So one of the reasons we moved to Portugal was so that we could travel fairly cheaply uh depending on the place all across europe and our first trip outside the country since we moved here almost seven months ago was to edinburgh and we were very lucky that we have a couple of new friends that live in the area and we got to hang out with them quite a bit we got a great tour we did so when we arrived our first day in edinburgh we were there uh, really late at night. We got there at our Airbnb about 1 o'clock in the morning, so we kind of slept late. So our first day didn't really get started until maybe 11 o'clock in the morning or so. Brunchish. Brunchish. So, of course, we walked down to Loudon's and had some brunch. Really good brunch. As a matter of fact, we had it twice. <laughs> yes. Not in the same day, but... <laughs> yes. They made... The best chai latte that I have had since I left the United States. Yeah. The one thing about being, I think, in Scotland or the UK during that period of time is we had been in Portugal for about two months. And we were starting to, like, miss a few things from home, like chai tea and... Well, actually, things like Chinese food. You don't see a great deal of that here in Portugal. So, you know, we were like, well, they, they've got Chinese food. They've got really good sushi. We, we should eat at these restaurants instead of Scottish restaurants. Yes. <laughs> we're like, blood pudding? No, we want other foreign food. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we want ethnic food. Yeah. So, and to be clear, you can find chai tea bags here. It's just that luscious creamy chai with all the spices and the milk kind of latte that you don't find very often here i know me too so after we did that and i enjoyed my chai we uh walked up to the grass market and we looked at all the bars and the restaurants and there's a gorgeous view of edinburgh castle It's a great place to stroll through, to stop for an afternoon drink, and of course to drink at night. Drink at night. We we really didn't have very many set plans for this trip. We had three things that we had scheduled, 
And so the rest of the time we were spending it, you know, walking around, kind of winging it. So we ended up walking up to the grass market. Uh, we didn't realize that we could take a bus and get there quicker <laughs> until we met our friends who were like, just take the bus up there. So we, it, it was what, maybe a six, seven minute walk. It wasn't yeah, that bad. It wasn't bad at all. But it was a neat little area to just walk through and have a drink. But we weren't quite ready for that. So we kind of... It's a little early we still. We were wondering, as we do, because that's just how we travel. And we ended up at the end of the street. We took a left onto Victoria Street. Your favorite. Oh my gosh. Now, this street inspired J.K. Rowling's Diagon Alley. And it was just beautiful it curved up it had the little funky buildings it had all the different colors there was a shop there that used to be the joke shop but now they sell cashmere (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of odd it's really cool go to our blog you can see the pictures but the front of the shop still has the joke glasses on it and they didn't want the nose Yeah, yeah the nose and they didn't want to remove that because of Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And there was the Knight's Vault there, too, that was a sword place, and they actually let me pick up a sword. Shelly got to handle swords. I got to handle swords. She was very excited. I've been wanting a broadsword for a very long time. Uh, we, we didn't bring one back. That was hard to fit in a suitcase. <laughs> Indeed. And they were incredibly expensive anyway. But I got to handle a broadsword. And we wandered up, and there's a cute little Harry Potter shop up there. It's just a neat street to walk up. There are so many shops. There's whiskey shops. There's restaurants. But it's the way that we were headed. We were walking uphill. I highly recommend you start with the Royal Mile and walk back down Victoria <laughs> Street. <laughs> nah, you, there's enough to stop at. You don't care. And shout out to all my Quaker friends who might be listening to this because also Edinburgh Friends Meeting is on Victoria Street and I actually took some pictures of it. So tell them about the special visitor that comes and hangs out in front of the Harry Potter store. Actually you could tell that story better because I wasn't standing there listening to it. <laughs> okay, she she clearly didn't uh, pick up on what I was talking about. This guy has dog, right? has a dog. Yeah, it's a really big dark gray mastiff, and he's got big jowls and feet, and he probably weighs more than a hundred and fifty pounds. He's huge. And he actually has two. He has a boy and a girl. But um, the male especially, they bring over and he just kind of hangs out and poses as Hagrid's dog thing. So we got to pet them and there's a picture of them on the blog. It was fun. That was pretty cool. And after we marched up or hiked up Victoria Street, we were then ready for a beer. So we went to the George the fourth bar we just kind of went up we were wondering we didn't know where we were going we went up the street and we took a right I didn't realize that the Royal Mile was to the left and we could have just gone over there and had a beer 
So we went up to the right. I think we also needed a bathroom at that point. Mm -hmm. So we found the bar and we sat and had a nice Scottish pint. Yes, and it was nice. Collected ourselves together. And then we went the other way when we realized where we were up to the Royal Mile. I've never been to Scotland. I didn't know anything about the Royal Mile. And wow, that is what I can say about it. It is, it's beautiful. So when we took a right on the Royal Mile, the first thing that we see right there is St. Giles Cathedral. Now the Royal Mile is long and there are so many shops and so many little stores and bars and things along the way. And it's called the Royal Mile because it's exactly a mile and it stretches from Edinburgh Castle all the way down to Holyrood Palace. Holyrood. Holyrood Palace. Mm -hmm. And that is the official residence of King Charles right now in Scotland. Correct. So we didn't walk the whole mile that day, but we walked, I'm going to guess, three quarters of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we didn't realize, well, I didn't realize that if we'd gone up to the left, we could get up to the castle there. So we just went to the right because we're wondering about. (laughs) Yes. And we got to see, go inside St. Giles Cathedral. I am the person in our couple who wants to go into every single church no matter how small or how big i want to see the inside of it and uh just church uh architecture the old architecture and the stained glass and the um detail uh that's in it is i think just incredible so indeed the stained glass was gorgeous wasn't it it was it was beautiful St. Giles is very, very worth going in, not only for that, but also because of the Order of the Thistle Chapel. It's uh, inside the cathedral. It's in the back right-hand area, and um, you can go into it. Inside of the small chapel is so intricately carved and the stained glass and the ceiling and even the anteroom before you go in is just incredible and there are 16 nights as they're called at at, that's the maximum that there can be so there are what they call stalls which are like chairs very fancy built-in carved chairs there are 16 of those um, eight on each side and then uh, there's the sovereign stall at the head which is the fanciest and then there are a couple of extra stalls up in the front that are for other royal family members who are appointed uh, to the order right now uh, king charles of course is in it Uh, princess anne his sister Prince William, and I think that's it from the royal family. Oh, no, Um, Camilla, uh, Queen Camilla was just appointed to the order as well. So that's that's, uh, three extra people and there's two chairs. So we'll see what happens when the pictures come out. And what they do is they, they do a parade every year and you can write to them and ask to be um, a spectator. And that's kind of like a dream of mine to do that sometime. 
but inside there's <laughs> the decoration inside this chapel itself is very Scottish like there are angels playing bagpipes and <laughs> things like that that you don't see other places so at any rate I highly recommend if you like that sort of thing going in to both St. Giles and then especially into the Order of the Thistle Chapel. So after we left St. Giles, we decided we were going to walk down the Royal Mile, and thank goodness it's downhill all the way down <laughs> to Holyrood. We didn't take a tour or anything of Holyrood. We didn't stop and... Well, we didn't really have time, but we'll we'll no, do that sometime because it it's mean, supposed to be beautiful. Yeah, because by the time we got down there, it was late in the evening. We were tired. We were ready for drinks or dinner but we had planned that night to go to the scottish malt whiskey society tasting room for dinner yes because beth really loves whiskey and i like to drink whiskey (laughs) (laughs) yes so this scottish malt whiskey society you join it and then you can buy their Uh, only available as a member kind of thing, uh, bottles of whiskey or scotch. Um, They have different locations where they uh, make this scotch whiskey. People who are part of this and really get into it, they know like if it came out of this cask in this location, it's going to have this taste and that sort of thing. So I was really interested to check it out. We did not join for this. There is a small uh, area that is not members only that you can go as a, uh, I'm just going to call us commoners. Uh, (laughs) And so we went into that bar, uh, made a reservation, went to that bar, and also had have dinner. They have over five hundred whiskeys we told our bar man what we liked and what we didn't like kind of thing and he set up a tasting of was it six or five five Five. we tried them all and they were amazing we really wish we could buy some maybe next time maybe we'll join and yeah next time i would like to do like um, was it Johnny Walker's tasting experience or do some others that we could actually bring a bottle home? Yes, yes. This was a fine whiskey. So, yeah, it was yeah. special. It, it being Scotland, there are lots of tasting opportunities. Yeah, so next time I want to do something different yeah. with the whiskey. And that was the end of day one. So the next day we get up a fairly early because we have lots of things planned for this day we have a harry potter walking tour which i'm so excited about we're gonna visit the real mary king's close and we're gonna meet up with our new friends knock and alan who are friends of my bestie back in america julie and they're gonna basically just kind of show us around or give us you know some good tours of scotland so we got up we went and had some coffee we wandered back toward the grassy market we were supposed to meet our tour guide up by the castle so we had to climb a giant hill to get up there (laughs) and of course we're using our google and there was probably an easier way to get up than you know climbing a bunch of stairs but we did it we got up there And at the back part of this castle, 
there's this tartan store, a huge tartan store. And of course it is touristy, but it's, you got to go in it just, you know, just for the thing. To see all the tartan. To see all the tartan. And so the tour started up there. And we talked about, you know, the witches of Scotland. And as she walked us kind of down and around, we went to the Writers Museum. We didn't go inside, but they have a walk outside where they have these blocks that are dedicated to writers that had were were either in Scotland or had something to do with Scotland, as they wrote. And she made a point to say that J.K. Rowling Stone was not there because you have to be dead to get one. <laughs> Correct. And we walked back down Victoria Street and saw the Harry Potter store again and talked about how this was inspiration for J.K. Rowling. And then we ended up at the Greyfriars Kirkyard, which was a very interesting Kirkyard or graveyard if you're from America. We walked around and saw many of the graves and you could see that the there were many similarities in names in Harry Potter than there were on these graves. As a matter of fact, one of the most famous graves there is the grave of Tom Riddle. So all you Harry Potter fans would know exactly who that was. Yes. There was a McGonagall there. There were many of the names there. Um the only one, though, that J.K. Rowling will admit publicly that she got from there is Tom Riddle. And that's because he has no living descendants. So they can't sue her. <laughs> but <She's> smart. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there are many others there that uh, you can tell, we'll say, inspired her for names. And we should mention the tour guide that we have her name is Kat K-A-T and we booked ours our tour with her through Airbnb because it came up as an advertisement and I said oh this would be fun but you can actually uh, contact her directly under Travel Cat with a K Tours. And she also does a really cool witches tour and she was finishing up a Outlander. Yo, Outlander tour. To, uh, she said she was almost finished with. She was very personable, and they're small groups, and it was just a lot of fun. You can get the link to her website uh, in the blog on our website. And when you come out of Greyfire's Kirkyard, which is where we met Knock and Allen, they were going to take us over to Allen's old neighborhood pub, and we were going to have some food. You meet the Greyfire's Bobby. And I'd never heard of the Greyfriars probably, but it's such a cute story about a dog that's owner died. And for 14 years, the dog would go to the Kirkyard and guard his owner's grave. And then finally, when the dog died, his grave is there in the Kirkyard as well. And people bring little sticks and leave them for him. I know. It's so cute. Those little pile of sticks in front of his headstone. And he's got a little statue outside next to the bar called Greyfires Bobby. That's right. And you can get your picture made there. And people, I think, are they touching his nose or something that makes it like uh, good yeah, luck? Yes, something? they, they, it's, it's bronze. And of course, you know, bronze turns dark, except his nose is very shiny bronze because everybody rubs it. Yeah. For good luck. So that was the first part of our day. We went with Knockin' Allen to the pub and had some good Scottish ale and ate some scottish food 
Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, it wasn't that memorable, um, but, you know, it was just your general pub. Yeah. But we got to hang out with them for the first time. And then they decided they're going to take us on a little tour. So we headed out and Nuck and Alan are probably the best tour guides ever. <laughs> they should they should do it for a living. They should because even after us, they had all of these people come visit them. Oh. They took them all over Scotland. They took my best friend and her mother all over Scotland. They they are great tour guides. So, you know, if you're headed to Scotland, let me know. I might hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because they know all the great spots. But, you know, and they asked us, you know, what are you going to see while you're here? And we named all the places that we had thought of. And they were like, well, you, you pretty much got a handle on it. But have you been over to the National Museum? And we're like, well, it wasn't, you know, on our list. And so they took us over there just to see what the museum was like. We really didn't have time to go through the whole thing. But it has this amazing clock. Was it the Millennium Tower Clock? Yeah, the Millennium Clock Tower, oh, I think. The, okay, the Millennium Clock Tower. And it's one of those mechanical clocks that have all these intricacies inside where, you know, monkeys are riding bikes and angels are flying. And there might be a nativity scene in the middle of it. And we should explain that it's how many feet high? It's two stories high. And it's probably 10 feet wide. Maybe. Maybe. It's a huge clock. It's massive. And so it has all these different levels and all these things going on. It is so worth. It's free to get into the museum. And it's so worth if you can only just pop in there on the hour and watch the clock. We recommend it. Yeah. I got a video on the blog that you can see the clock going off. But there were so many different things just happening with this clock. For a whole minute and a half, maybe longer. Yeah. As it went on and on. But it, it was pretty neat. It was. And then after that, we had an appointment to see the real Mary King's clothes. It's kind of touristy, but it, it's really neat way to see how people lived, especially during the 16, 1700s. It's a excavated street underneath the Royal Mile. So apparently the Royal Mile was built on top of this whole settlement, so to speak, where the Royal Mile was. And they had all of these different streets. And the streets were called closed because, well, the houses were so close together. <laughs> yes. It was, they were tiny streets. You couldn't, you could walk through them, but that was it. You couldn't get a horse in there, really. No. And they were so tall that if you were down on the street, it blotted out the sun because they were so close and so it was at the time it could have been quite dark and depressing and people you know threw their waste out on the street and it ran down the street and ugh. yeah I can't remember what they yelled something they did there was a if you were going to toss it out like an upper window to tell everybody down below you were tossing it there was a phrase bonus points if you comment on our uh, blog post and tell <laughs> us what, what that was. was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. But yeah, it, and it goes through a whole part where it talks about how Mary, uh, Mary King was a businesswoman and one of the few business w- women, but she was very successful during this period of time. And so the clothes, the street was named after her. And then it also went through a part where, you know, when the uh, residents got the plague and how they dealt with that and disposing of bodies or quarantine. And it kind of just took us back to 2020. Ah. 
Yeah, it did. And they talked a lot about the plague doctor and the mask that they wore and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that was really educational. It was. Very cool. So I highly recommend seeing it once. They've, I think they've done a lot more production and presentation um, since they had started it off. At least that's what Alan said. Yes. He had seen it when it first came out. Now, you know, you get to go through this one place where they have talking portraits, kind of like in Harry Potter. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It's definitely worth doing once. And then after that, it was time for a guess what? A drink. A beer. <laughs> Actually, I think we wanted something stronger after that. Yeah. I wanted to go to the White Hart Inn, which boasted to be the oldest bar in Scotland or in Edinburgh. 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 And, it, and it's in the grass market, right? It's in the grass market. So we could walk downhill. It wasn't that far. And they're very... They're, so many bars down there that say oh we're the oldest one or this you know famous thing happened here and the grass market was also a square where they were burning witches at you know way back in the day yes so i wanted to go inside and have a drink and just sit in the old bar and see what it was like and it well it was your general pub it wasn't anything <laughs> special yeah but, it, but was, it was tiny it was tiny and it had the wooden beams and uh wooden tables and yeah, it was, you know, it was, a, it was a really good piece of Scotland. Quotes from different writers across the beans. Yeah. And because we were there in the evening, I wanted to sit inside because it was getting cooler, but they do have outside seating right outside the bar and across the street, like kind of in the middle of the two streets that roll down the grass market. Every bar down there has a place where you can sit and have a beer. So yes. they do have way more seating. I wanted to be inside. And it doesn't have to be a beer. It doesn't. I think we had G&Ts, didn't we? We did. Lovely G&Ts at that. We did. And so, yeah, that was the end of the second day. I believe at that point we were trying to figure out what we wanted for dinner, and we ended up at a sushi place because, like we said before, we were kind of (laughs) wanting foreign food that we couldn't find here. Now, we have found sushi since we've been here. But at that time, we were craving yeah, something else. We hadn't else. had any. And we went and sat at the bar, and it was good. It was fantastic. Day three, we were leaving that evening, so we really only had the morning. And we didn't have any real plans for the morning because we'd done all the things that were on our list so Knock and Allen met us for, at Loudon's one more time for brunch. They put us on a city bus, took us down to Waverly Place, helped us store our luggage for the morning, and then it took us on a hike through Scotland, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> through Edinburgh. And we, yeah, we had to walk up some hills, but they took us up to Calton Hill, which was beautiful. That... You, totally recommend you do that to see the sights of Scotland. You get all the way up there and you can see out to sea. You can see the Firth of Forth. The Forth of Firth. The Firth of Second. No. The the (laughs) Firth of Forth River. The Firth of Forth River. Oh my. The second and first. Yes. Yes. And you can see across the way out there. You can see the skyline of Scotland. It is such a beautiful view. It really is. And it is 
it is a hike up there. Some of it is stairs. Some of it is just paved path that's going up. If you have a bad hip or something, you might not make it all the way up. But it was certainly worth it. It was definitely worth it. We, I think we spent about an hour up there after we got up there just looking at the views. You can walk around um, this uh, building that's at the top, which is now a small museum. Uh, it used to be an observatory. And um, you can walk all the way around, three, get a 360 view of Edinburgh. So it was, it was nice. Yes. And then we went to another beautiful outdoor area after that. Where we, was that? We Princess Street Gardens. Yes. We didn't walk completely through Princess Street Gardens. Nock was trying to show us a few highlights that we had missed. So she took us down to the gardens. We got to see this beautiful clock made of the flying scotsman clock made all the flowers made all the flowers it was beautiful well except for the hands that really work that yeah and we walked down the path and when we came out at the end there was a nice park and not you know everybody's down there walking they're having a great time there's a band playing and then we popped over to the royal cafe to have our last snacks and pints before we left mm -hmm. we also passed the famous uh balmoral hotel on the way yeah and got us a picture of a little scottish there's a scottish dude back behind us sm smiling but we're right in front of that that is where jk rowling finished writing harry potter that's right and that suite now runs for something like 2500 pounds a night I think. <laughs> yeah because it's famous and uh, ooh, but you know that's where bruce springsteen had stayed a few weeks before when he was there to do his concert so that's where all the famous people go yeah so. yeah and it's it's really lovely it is. um and then we went to the cafe royal as you said which is a really uh classic old um, has some art deco kind of elements to its design, Scottish bar. So if you like art deco, you should check it out in there. It, I took a lot of pictures. I don't think I posted very many, though, because you didn't send me any. Yeah, I took a bunch more than you have. Okay. Um, and so then after that, we went to the airport and flew home. It was a quick trip, but we packed a lot in. In fact, as we talk about other places that we go, you will probably realize that we packed in more on this little trip than we usually do. There wasn't much sitting and enjoying a cafe at a, a little sidewalk uh, place that we usually do, but we we had Knock and Allen to kind of, you know, lead us around and and keep us going and so we did a lot yes we did and we were tired by the time we got home. we were <laughs> there were things that we didn't do it certainly won't be our last trip to edinburgh we want to go into the the actual castle next time a dream of mine is to go when they're actually doing the military tattoo they set up these enormous grandstands Every year, it takes them six weeks to put it up. Isn't that right? Six weeks? Sounds, they were putting it up when we were there. Yeah, six weeks to put it up. It's for the tattoo. And then it takes them a little less, you know, to 
take it down, but they do it every single year. It's really interesting, but I would love to go and see that ceremony. I just think it would be really interesting. We want to see some of the museums. We want to go into Holyrood, as we mentioned. Oh, and the Scottish Parliament building is a newer building, but it's down by Holyrood, and that would be interesting to go in. I want to go to the Fringe Festival. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to, I want to see the weirdos that come out from yeah. Scotland and perform. I actually have a friend who just went to the Fringe Festival, and she posted a lot of pictures and saw a lot of small shows, and it looks like it would be a big time. Yeah. That's definitely on our list. We're going to do that. So... That was our trip to Scotland, to Edinburgh. We only visited one city. We only had time, three days. Yeah. But it was a lovely trip, and it was the first trip that we took out of the country, out of Portugal. But it certainly won't be the last, because coming up, we're going to Florence, Paris, and Croatia. Yes. (laughs) We're going to... Florence, partially for this art history nut uh, that's talking now, and then on to Paris, where I've been many times, but Shelley has not been, so we're going to do that and see some friends there, and then we're going to go to Croatia at the beginning of December and see some of their Christmas market. We may or may not have a podcast out before we leave, but if we do, it will probably about be about our trip to the Algarve that we took this summer also. Yes, so we haven't talked about that. We've been very busy. Very <laughs> busy. So. Thank you guys so much for your support and listening to us. Big shout out to all the people that have subscribed to our channel and are following us on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. And don't forget to pop over to our website and look at our blog every podcast that we do has a blog that goes with it and we post as many pictures as possible of course you can see some of those pictures on instagram but they're over there at the blog and the website is ww for us that is www.forus.com so yay thank you for doing that yes thank you we'll talk to you next time boa todd boa todd Thank you everyone for joining us today. If you would like to reach out to us or ask questions, you can find us on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also follow us at our website, www.forus.com. That's www.forus.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Obrigada!